Hello everyone, welcome back to another episode of the ZX Spectrum Podcast. I'm your host Andy Godoy and this is episode 7. Now as you can probably tell from the music at the beginning, that was taken from the classic ZX Spectrum game, Manic Miner. Now as always, what I'm going to do, I'm always going to quickly tell you a little bit about my history of the game, a little bit about the game, and which versions I played, and then I'm going to review the game. Because uh, this is one of my favorite games ever. I think it's very, very essential that everyone basically play this game, you know, because it's so damn perfect, actually. And this game truly is a, a piece of British history, really, because, you know, it's very British when I think of British games, you know, like in the US and like Japan, you had the Famicom or you had the NES. Although we did have the NES here, but we had a thriving 8-bit computer sort of like a uh, scene and the zx spectrum really screams out like british home you know home computing basically so um all right then a little bit about like my history with the game then so the game came out i think in 1983 and i didn't get the game originally then because i must have been about five years old and i didn't get my zx spectrum a few years later until i got myself a zx spectrum plus two well i say i got myself my parents got me the zx spectrum plus two and um so it was a few years later so i got the budget game that came out which was a re-release which was the software projects i believe i think yeah it's the one that was actually on the cover right here now there was another one a full price game which was 8.99 and uh, i had a different sort of cover art but for me i'll always remember the cover art of this particular tape because it's got the manic minor sort of like written in sort of like rock big font really sort of bold and it's got the telephone sort of like a monster thing it's got like a tongue sticking out and it's just like really interesting sort of cover art i really like it now i forgot to mention obviously everyone knows that this was done by a, a very young matthew smith he did a few zx spectrum games this is possibly one of his most famous ones and personally my favorite one because it feels more like an arcade game and i'll talk a little bit about that and briefly talk about its sequel uh in, in just a few moments then so like i said i got this game on budget and uh, i'd heard so many great things about it now Obviously, games graphically had moved on quite a bit when, uh, you know, I'd got my ZX Spectrum because you had, like, games like the Dizzy series, loads of games from Codemasters. You had arcade conversions and everything. So playing this, although it looking somewhat primitive by the sort of 1987 standard, it still held up pretty well because the graphics were pretty clean, the graphics were interesting, the graphics had so much character, it just worked really, really well that I was drawn to the game. And I've got to say, guys, it's one of those games that I, it has grown like a fine wine. I appreciate it more now, more than I did back in the day. And again, I think it's because it's just so damn good. And again, it feels like an arcade game. Now, I'll talk a little bit about that in one second, but I do want to talk about the cover art then. So in the cover, the one I talked about, it's got that phone, but there were other sort of like uh, cover arts where the early one featured, like I think, you know, like the man himself, uh, Minor Willie. Now, um, that was one of the first things that appealed to me. So it says ZX Spectrum Manic Minor 2nd Edition. So loading instructions, load, hash, hash, hash. And then you've got your controls there. So nice sort of thing there. So what I want to do now then, guys, I'm going to bring up, get rid of that. So get rid of the cover arts. 
and bring myself up there so let's bring myself up there there I am fantastic then so let me bring up the loading screen actually so there we go the loading screen was absolutely fantastic I remember playing it for the first time and seeing this flashing up on the screen and it's just so simple but so damn good it's just really eye-catching big font that says manic minor it's just it's beautiful so it's just and the game didn't take that long to load up at all it's one of the quickest loadings at its bedroom games you know, a lot of the time they take absolutely forever. All right, so once you got there to the main thing, then you've got the title screen. I will press play on this in just a few moments. So I'll sort of quickly describe what you've got there. So uh, once the game loaded up, you've got this keyboard. It says Magic Minor, starring Minor Willy. You've got like this field, a tree, a sun. You've got like a little house, a car beautiful graphics there just it's simple and basic i think 1983 it's amazing now again you probably all know this anyway but you know like uh, matthew smith was only a young kid himself when he did this like about 15 16 years old when he made this game and uh, it's, it's just testament to how amazing uh, like he was to make a game you know it's, it's just phenomenal absolutely phenomenal all right then so what i'll do then i'm going to quickly uh, get on with the game and then uh, we can basically uh, start reviewing it basically and i'll tell you a little bit more of my uh, history of it so let's unpause that so let's press enter to start now i forgot to mention the amazing music at the beginning whoop now just to let you know the music does get on your nerves a little bit especially if you start dying uh, let's talk about this first level then the first level then the central cavern it's possibly uh, one of the hardest ones it's pretty tough there so you've got minor willy there nice little sprite there all in white you've got like a clockwork sort of creature there you've got some platforms these little platforms that you have got some sinking platforms the whole premise of the game is nice and easy you uh, basically try and collect all the keys and you move on to the next level. Uh, if you don't collect all the keys and you die in between that, obviously it's game over. Now, I do want to show you something, so I'll probably die in just a few seconds because I want to show you what actually happens at the end. But again, look at the older I get, the more I really appreciate this game because all the little touches. I mean, when you think this game came out in 1983, You've got little things like a conveyor belt. You've got all these wonderful, simple graphics, simple little tiles, um, flashing keys that are easy to find. And there we go. So that opens up the little doorway at the bottom of the screen. I've got to get to it. And again, this feels like an arcade game. And I was all about my arcade games as a kid back in the day. Now at the bottom of the screen then, you've got your air you take too long you run out of air you lose a life you've also got your high score and your normal score so my current score is 800 points there look at that nice little sound effect there now the next level is the cold room now maybe silly but i used to think these little sort of like um, bits of meat or wherever they are i used to think they were tennis rackets back in the day not in the slightest but um you know really simple graphics really simple gameplay but that's what makes this stand out and work so well whoa quick run away run away run away run away oh i'm getting chased by a penguin 
again, you know, back in the day, um, you had like your arcade games, and a lot of the arcade games were single screen type games, and um, this really feels like it should have been in the arcade. I'll talk a little bit about like an arcade version of this in just a few moments. But before I do that, I just want to see if I can actually get past this. Oh, I want to get killed by these ducks. All right, anyway, look. This is the British sense of humor there. Very Monty Python-esque. The big boot squashies at Minor Willy. Absolutely love it. Fantastic. So now I'm going to try and get a little bit further into the game itself. Love this little tune. Right, so let's try again then. So jump over that. I'll try and get a little bit further into this while I talk about it then. So yeah, like back in the day, obviously, I really enjoyed this game. I wasn't very good at it. I'm still rubbish at it, but I enjoyed for what it was, you know. It's just a lot of ZX Spectrum games, you know, um, the collision detection was absolutely terrible. But in this, when you died, you died because it was your own fault. You know, everything is pixel perfect. So, you know, like a simple little thing like this, you know, I know that I didn't hit that. I know that I could jump over that. It's all about measuring your jumps, when to jump, when not to jump. But again, honestly, like, it's just so beautiful. Very simple graphics that work so well. So anyway, my my history with Manic Miner then. So for years and years and years and years, uh, after the ZX Spectrum, I had other consoles, like the Sega Master and the Mega Drive, Super Nintendo. And I didn't really play much ZX Spectrum up until I started getting into podcasting and uh, I remember it was around that time actually that um, I got myself an Xbox 360 and I think it was Elite themselves who um, oh god I missed it who released it on the Xbox 360 and I uh, played it fell in love with the game all over again obviously that was like about what 20 plus years later that I ended up playing it but the game was just as playable now, obviously, you can still play the game on many different sort of systems. It is available on the iPhone. I do want to say one thing. I want to clear one thing up. that uh, This podcast is a non-profit podcast. There's a few little things that I won't delve into uh, that's going on with Elites and Manic Miner and a few other bits and bobs because I'm just here to talk about the game. No other reason. But I did want to say that I am just basically um, doing these podcasts just to talk about how amazing games are not to uh, make any cash or anything like that from them at all, not in the slightest. But again, this is um, another level, and it's just so bright, so colourful, it's wonderful, you know. I can't remember exactly how many levels the game actually does have, but um, I do know that it's just a nice variation. I can probably get to like about, hmm, about another sort of eight levels in, perhaps. I know there's a few people out there that on other podcasts I can finish this game. I wish I had the skills to do it. So anyway, like um, going back about my history with the game and the reason why I love it. I mean, I love platforming games. Platforming games are like a real test of your skills and everything like that. And um, sorry, I'm just jumping around. God, this game's tough. Just not knowing where where you got to go is the hard thing. Oh, jeez. Dead. So, yeah. Um, again, I'm basically recording this in one go and doing the podcast. And... Um, whoa. 
Right, so, okay. I'm in the abandoned uranium workshop. That's the level I'm in now. I'm going to just try and get past another level. But again, in this level, the uh, enemies that will kill you are seals with little balls. And uh, I'm not talking about the testicles. I'm actually talking about they've got like, this uh, ball thing that they're carrying on their head. But I think the secret of this is once you know what you're doing. Oh, and I'm dead. I'm not going to get much further on this, actually. So I'll just quickly uh, talk about um, why I love this game so much. I think it's just as platforming games goes, it's got it feels like a true arcade game. And I did want to mention this as well. I think it was um, Jim Bagley who made an arcade version of this that I played at Play Blackpool a few years back. And it's just brilliant because I think he created it via the code of like an arcade game. I don't know if it was Pac-Man or something like that, but he managed to do Manic Miner out of it. And it's, it's a great game. And I've played loads of different versions of Manic Miner. I've played... Um, I think there's even a ZX81 version, and again, that is an amazing version, actually. Um, the Sam Coupe, or whatever it's called, tried that. But the Spectrum version will always be my favorite version, because this is the version that just... I just find it's got such charm, it's got such... The graphics are, again, beautiful. I, see, back in the day, as a kid, I didn't really appreciate... Um, how good the graphics were. I mean, this came out in 1983. It's one of the first games, I think, to feature in-game music. And um, again, just the animation on the graphics just really just are outstanding. They've aged so well. Now, I, I do have to apologize. I'm playing this via emulation and I'm recording it via OBS. So obviously the graphics have been somewhat upscaled. So you can't really see the true beautifulness of like um, the graphics themselves. They look a little bit sort of like faded, like they've been painted with felt-tip pens. But um, this game I'd recommend to all ZX Spectrum users that if you're going to play a specy game, this has to be in the top 10 games you've got to play because it's so much fun. Anyone can pick up and play this game. Every time you play it, you get a little bit further. I just wish I had the time to play this a little bit more. I've also got it on the iPhone app as well, but I find it a bit hard to play on touchscreen. You really need like a joystick or a control pad to actually play it properly. So uh, that's the way I've been playing it, you know. But again, it's just a brilliant game. Obviously, the sequel, Jet Set Willy, uh, was more open. You could go to different rooms and whatever but I think it lost something by just being single screen because being on a single screen you had to learn what you were doing which pattern you had to do certain things in and I think in the other one was more of an exploring type nature you still had like a learning curve but this felt more arcade like for me and um, yeah I just love it and um, the older I get honestly I can just appreciate the hard work that went into it uh, how much time went into it, you know, it's just like little things like a scroller at the bottom, little thing like a minor willy sort of like moving left and right on the screen, the music playing, just things like that are just amazing. So let's rate this game then. So I'm going to rate the game then. Um, okay, the loading screen, fantastic loading screen. Uh, again, all these little things, I'm going to give it an overall score, but I just want to talk about what I think about them. So the loading screen with the manic minor flashing, I would say it's, um, you know, simple, like a three or four out of five. Um, the title screen, very beautiful, for, especially for the time. And I've got to take that into account. So I'm going to say a four out of five. Um, I don't know why I'm scoring all these things. So I'm going to give it like a the overall score, you know, out of playability and graphics and everything. Graphics, beautiful. 
But um, the playability is where this game is at. I mean, it's just it's just timeless. So I'm going to give a manic miler, miler, a manic miner on the ZX Spectrum uh, a five star. It's definitely like a must-play game. You know, it's just, it's phenomenal. It's just the, honestly, if I was going to put some games like in a museum for everyone, future generations to see, it would definitely be this one because it's just perfect, actually. You know, I'd put this game up there with sort of Street Fighter 2. I'd put this game up there with sort of like, say, Super Mario and um, just some of those games, you know. I, I just want to spread the love, you know. I, I know everyone probably in the uh, UK knows who Manic Miner is, but people in the US or in other countries really need to give this game a go. It's just so damn good. But anyway, guys, I will be back next week, Monday, with another episode of the ZX Spectrum podcast. And the game I'll be talking about is Robocop. Now, quickly uh, tell you all where you can find us. on. If you want to follow me on Twitter, I'm at ZX Podcast. And if you want to sort of like uh, see what I'm doing on Instagram, I'm ZX Spectrum Podcast. And if you want to join the uh, group, we're at the Get to the Chopper group on Facebook. And it's an amazing group there. We just talk about games, films, and whatever else. Anyway, that's me, Dan and Dusty, with this five-star game, Manic Miner. Goodbye from me. <laughs>